Before we get started, you should probably know that the following podcast contains strong language and conversations of an adult nature. Also, it will almost certainly contain spoilers. Hello and welcome to Minnesota 28 of Strong Language and Violent Scenes, the podcast giving a second chance to films that might not deserve them. I'm Andy Stewart, I'm a filmmaker and, well, I guess I'm also a podcaster and uh, a bunch of other stuff. And uh, again, a man on his own. Yeah, because I'm Mitch Bain and once again, amongst other things, I am a man who is very far away. Yeah, yeah, you're in London, the big smoke. Yeah, I'm just at the uh, at the beginning of day two of the Soho Horror Festival. If it sounds a bit weird to your ears, that is why uh, we're obviously recording this kind of on the hop. Yeah, we've had to improvise a little bit, so um, apologies if it does sound a little bit less uh, crystal clear and crisp than usual. Um, <laughs> it's still, yeah, um, it still never less than heartbreaking, Mitch, looking at the empty couch where you normally sit. I, I must admit, I don't care for it either. Like, uh, no, I, I do not. But yeah, no, it needs must today. But uh, yeah, we've got five features to watch today. Yeah, cool. And how was yesterday? What did you check? What did you watch yesterday? Give us some, yes. uh, just a quick overview of Saturday. Yeah, I'll get. I'll, I think I'll probably speak about some of the films in more detail uh, next week. Sure. But uh, once I've seen everything, and I can kind of talk about the festival as a whole. But um, a couple of really good things yesterday. Uh, a couple of things, obviously, that wasn't so hot on as well as is the nature of festivals, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Vidar the Vampire. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which um, I really like that. Also, um, Bong of the Living Dead. If you listen to the minisode that Mitch was on, the uh, programmer, he said that that kind of has a little bit more heart to it than the title suggests that it might. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's 100% right. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a really, really good film. Also, um, Mitch also mentioned in that episode that his favourite film of the festival was a film called Luz, L-U-Z. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, I agree is the best one so far. I'll talk about that a little bit more once I've had a little bit of time to gather my thoughts because it is one of those. Right, okay. Uh, but it's uh, no, it is great. There's been a, and obviously um, dementia part two played yesterday as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, Matt Mercer's dementia part two. Uh-huh. Yeah, which which I'm a confirmed fan of. But yeah, played really well with the crowd. So today, a lot, a lot of good things upcoming today. We've got uh, closes with a uh, Rocksteady Row that we've oh, both yeah. seen. Mm-hmm. And apart from that, we've got Trauma, which um, is kind <laughs> of. <laughs> uh, I think it's a Chilean production. I'm bad. sorry if that's wrong, but like uh, I think it's one of those a Serbian film style political metaphor things that uh, everyone is a little bit kind of braced for impact on. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm quite looking forward to that. Uh, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it's the right word, but I'm certainly curious. <laughs> and um, uh, all the creatures we're starting is uh, mid afternoon today as well. I'll be able to talk about all of this a little bit more next week. But yeah, so far uh, all good. Great atmosphere in the room and all that stuff. Um, I'd recommend checking it out because my understanding is that there will be one next year. So. All right, okay, um, cool. I've got a couple of other things to talk about, but what have you been watching? I started watching The Purge, the TV, oh, the series. The TV series. Uh, I'm already struggling. I'm only like an episode and a half in. Um, I just don't think that franchise is for me. I, really uh, I certainly think it's out of steam Yeah. at um, this point. Yeah, I'm struggling a bit with it already, uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. I'll check out another couple of episodes today, see how I get on with it. But uh, so far, not overly impressed. Um, but that uh, seems to be my, my kind of response to the franchise in general. 
I, I've been the same since Punch 2, which we've spoken about quite a bit, but I, did, I tried the first couple of episodes of the series, and uh, I don't know if I'll go back to it or not. There's just so much other stuff with TV horror just now. Yeah, so much better um, stuff. Oh, also, um, on Amazon Prime, um, Series 2 of The Exorcist was added. Um, oh, no way! And uh, Yeah, the, I thought the first series was great, so I'm going to check out the second series, because it's available now on Amazon Prime, the second and last, I should say, because it was uh, it was cancelled after that. But, uh, right. Okay. The first series was so good. I kind of really need to watch this. I know it's not something I've ever seen, but if is the first series up there as well? Uh, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I would really recommend the first series. Cool. Um, are you watching anything film-wise at all? Um, I used some of my birthday money. <laughs> uh, oh, I and went on a bit of a DVD Blu-ray splurge. I picked okay. up the new Eureka release of uh, Night of the Creeps. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Um, which is really good. Uh, it's a great film anyway. And Eureka have put together a pretty cool package. Obviously, there's commentaries on there with Tom Atkins, man of the oh, moment. Oh, the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Fred, uh, commentaries with Fred Decker and stuff as well. And like uh, an hour-long kind of series of videos on the making of Night of the Creeps and stuff like that. So, it's uh, yeah, it's really good. Uh, cool. I also picked up the, the Eureka box set, the complete Troll, Troll 2 and Best Worst Movie. Oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, that, that package looks brilliant. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know how often I'll visit it, but it's nice to have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to guess that at least Troll 2 you will revisit on a semi-regular basis. Oh, I, 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 mean, I think yeah. we've watched Troll 2 together already. Yeah, I think possibly more than once, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, not really, not really much. I've been too busy riding around like a cowboy. What? Uh, oh yeah, I should say in Red Dead Redemption, not in life. I was going to say, like, <laughs> <laughs> I had a moment of actual genuine bafflement there for a second. I was like, what? An important caveat there. Uh, I, I would not. Be yeah, trying. I was like, we, I, like I, I, speak, I like I text you literally every day, and this has never come up. It's like, what's been going on? <laughs> and uh, I'm so accident prone. There's no way I'd be allowed anywhere near a horse. Oh god, same. Yeah, no, I'm way too under- I'm way too uncoordinated for that. Yeah, I'd be buck- I'd be bucked off in a minute, or I'd get kicked in the ribs. <laughs> it would be a disaster, uh, almost instantaneously. Um, <laughs> so I'm uh, Red Dead Redemption kind of uh, taking over some of the time that would normally be spent on films. It has, yeah. And I apologise, but I feel like I've been watching quite a lot lately. I feel like I've kind of upped my game in terms of my viewing. So uh, I think uh, to have a week where I've been plodding through the punch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's fine, and especially like you say with a couple of a couple of new releases of some classics as well. Well, air quotes classics, Troll Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a couple of things this week. Okay. Um, I revisited. I think think that it's on Shudder. I actually I watched the DVD. Um, but I went back to the Canal. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, this week, which uh, I still think is genuinely really really fucking scary. Where the, fuck, um, where the fuck did I see? Where did I see that? I saw that at a festival. Uh, you didn't see it at Fright Fest, certainly, because you weren't there the year it played. I think it could have been Cellulite that year or something like that. Nah, I don't but, remember. Um, I'm do sure you, I saw it at a festival. Do you remember liking it? Yeah, well, I, I thought it was okay. Average. I know you're a big fan. I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I remember when I saw that at a festival, I ducked out of a screening of Dead Snow 2 to see it, though. Oh... And I mean, I think that the canal is, a, is it comfortably a better film than Dead Snow 2, but on, in hindsight, I kind of know which one I would have preferred to have watched with an audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, certainly Dead Snow 2 is more, the more fun option. Yes, definitely. So, uh, yeah, chalk it up to the folly of youth. But um, uh, <laughs> the, canal, the, the canal is, I, I think the canal is great. Um, and like I say, I think that it's, it's on one of them. 
It's on either Amazon Prime or Shutter. Right. Okay. Um, and it's worth it's worth your time. I also got out to the cinema. Oh. Uh, this week, um, managed to I like there was loads of stuff on that I wanted to see, but I kind of prioritized it by the ones that might not be around so long. Um, so I checked out Matriarch. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Vickers's film, mm-hmm. which I thought was all right. Um, the, the your kind of basic story there is you've got um, a young couple who are driving around in kind of rural Scotland, and uh, break down the woman of the pair is heavily pregnant, and they hole up for the night, or in theory for the night, at the family of this very like eccentric Scottish family. Mm-hmm. It's and obviously there's a kind of like a we're going to steal your baby kind of angle, and it's all kind of very insular and pretty much all shot on their property. And it's them kind of trying to escape and things like that. This I mostly worked for me. I thought it was pretty good. I think that kind of um, the whole notion of kind of religious zealots clashing with people that they think are like the classic symbols of Western decadence, like premarital sex and all that kind of thing, that is a little bit played out at this point to me. Right. But I think that the, but the film did a, a fine job of kind of keeping that interesting and keeping that fresh. Um, yeah, I actually, Matriarch, I don't imagine it'll be sticking around in cinemas too long just because of the kind of film it is, but um, it's, it's worth checking out. I was, I was, I was, I'm not going to say I was pleasantly surprised by it because I thought the trailer looked pretty promising, but um, no, it's, it's worth a look. Right, cool, okay. I, I do have one other, but it's under a certain category. Okay, well, let's get on to that then. Hearing that down a phone line is surreal. Um, right, sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, I did do one. It was a little bit of a, a little bit of a lazy one this week, I must admit. But I did get another one off the list. The newest one on the list, I believe. Oh. It's 2017, but I revisited for the I think for the second time since I saw it in the cinema. I went back to Get Out. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, which, uh, like I say, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I had a very limited amount of time this week and grabbed it because it was accessible, and I also really, really like it. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it was like while I was getting packed to come here and stuff like that, I just shoved it on and just checked it out again. And um, I hope we get to a point where this film feels less timely. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that like the the message of the thing is still kind of uh, still very much, very much kind of an issue of the day. And I think that the fact that Jordan Peele is obviously such a good horror filmmaker just on this evidence alone is great. But also I think that half the reason that Get Out works so well is because his background is comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like the first half of it when um, he kind of goes to the family's house and they're doing that thing where they're desperately trying to not come across racist and coming off really racist in the process. <laughs> um, all that stuff's like so, so well done. And it took maybe two or three watches for me to really appreciate just how good Daniel Kaluuya is in this. Yeah. yeah he's... Like, he, it, like he says so much with his face in that film. He's amazing. I think it's a great film. I saw it in the cinema. I bought it in Blu-ray since. I've watched it a bunch of times. Uh, I think it's excellent. I know it's. I it's, it's great. I think like it's wholly deserving of uh, all the kind of like future classics chat that people throw yeah. around about it. I think it's just a, a bloody excellent film. Oh, uh, also Caleb Landry Jones is in there, and I think he's sensational. I too am a big fan of Caleb uh, Caleb Landry Jones. I think he's great. Cool. Okay. Well, you know what that means then. Yep. And once again, they have been saying loads. Yeah, presumably the majority of what's been said this week has been about Season of the Witch, Halloween 3. 
you are quite correct, yes. Um, so a big thank you, of course, first and foremost, to John McPhail, yeah, uh, yeah, the, course, and then yeah. the Apocalypse Director, joining us to talk about it uh, this past week. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, very much so. Thank you, John. Um, very Scottish, and uh, yeah. Yeah, um, and well, loads of stuff about this, actually. I'm going to take a couple from Instagram. Uh, it, nodding off gets Dutch mm-hmm. Warren saying yes love season of the witch probably my second favourite of the Halloween franchise after the original despite the 80s casual sexism <laughs> uh, weird Stonehenge nonsense iconic masks the catchiest commercial theme tune known to humanity looking forward to this one um, which I agree with all of the above and uh, film fan Stevie gets to us just simply saying my love for this film is boundless <laughs> I was in, I've been in London since late Thursday mm-hmm. And um, on Friday morning, Stevie put something on, he tagged us on Twitter saying that he was in the Curzon Soho listening to the episode. Right. And I realized that I was two stops on the tube from there. So I just I, I just went and saw him without telling him I was going. I just went across and wandered in. Oh, did you? <laughs> that must yeah. have been weird for him. Well, fair play to him. It was pretty funny. I came over and tapped him on the shoulder and he looked up and without breaking his stride, he just looked at his phone and was like, can you fuck off for 54 minutes? I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> Amazing. We're quite a But uh, yeah, so that was some of the Instagram stuff for this. Uh, well, jumping on to Twitter, Annie at Hanny Ray got in touch to say, looking forward to listening to this Friday's strong, violent PC episode discussing Halloween 3 season of The Witch. I love that film. My husband hates it. These are the kind of things we argue about in my house. Hashtag. Well, uh, don't cut me off in the middle of a hashtag, Mitch, all right? I know, I know, rude. Hashtag horror fan romance. Ah, okay. Well, I suppose Hannah's husband can't be right all the time. No. no. And um, in this case, he's very much wrong. Oh, yeah, resolutely. Uh, Lauren McIntyre got in touch again. Dr. Lauren. Yes. Um, not just medical stuff she can turn her hand to. Uh, getting in touch with some archaeological information, which I believe is in line with our, uh, our line of work. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Is she um, like but- an archaeosteologist or something like that? <laughs> That sounds plausible. Yeah, it's certainly something like that. But um, yeah, she dropped in with this one on Twitter. said, really enjoyed today's strong, violent PC on my drive home. Thank mm-hmm. you. Fun fact, the stone stolen from Stonehenge in Halloween 3 isn't a blue stone. Small stones from the outer henge. It's right. a sarsen. These weigh up to 25 tons, so it's more impressive that they managed to steal one. Yeah, and again, Conal Cochran, very tight-lipped on how they actually managed that, despite hinting at it. The, logis- the logistics of doing that is, are, is still the central mystery of that film. Um, <laughs> the, one, the one great that, actually, unanswered question. Yeah, I think so. Um, but um, And in response to that, and I love it when this happens, when someone tweets us and then the conversation just carries on without us. Yeah. Um, Chris Angel, Tenshi Sand 73, our man, got in touch saying, but how easy would it be for a robot to rip off a human head asking for a robot friend? <laughs> Which I also quite liked. Uh, you got anything else in Season of the Witch? Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, Sandy Gotrick got in touch. Sandy uh, at Sandy seventy five miles, just saying, uh, what better way to pass the time while at the hospital than by listening to my fave podcast, Halloween three two. Love that film. Strong violent PC. You know how to make a girl happy every week. Oh my. Yeah, uh, Sandy. I hope your hospital appointment went well. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for that, Sandy. Uh, Darren Gaskell getting in touch uh, at Darren Gaskell, just saying, get yourself this week's hilarious and particularly Scottish episode of At Strong Violent PC wherever pods are cast, and then he follows that up with Do It for the Wains. Obviously, uh, having taken on board some of our Scottish slang. <laughs> yeah, I think some of the more vulgar ends of that were alien to Darren, judging by some of his other tweets from uh, from this week. Yeah, yeah, um, and it did get vulgar at times. <laughs> It did, it did. I was going to say for that we apologise, but I don't really. No, not at all. New person alert. 
Uh, we had a tweet from uh, at Rob Deb yeah. uh, on Twitter this week who said, after we announced that it was going to be a season of The Witch last week, he said, who millennia? All I know who have seen it have loved it. Answer me. Which I quite enjoyed. Um, I do reply saying there is still a contingent of wrong people out there that look down on it. There definitely is. But yeah, but, and uh, Rob replied saying, where are they? Who are they? I've not met them. And I said, yeah, but they do exist, man. They do. They do. In fact, uh, in my day job, uh, the gentleman I sit next to is a big Halloween fan but hates this film. Yeah, no, they're out there. So they're uh, out there. he's wrong uh, and I have to put up with that every day. That which just seems inhumane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got anything else on Season of the Witch before we move on? Yes. Uh, over on Facebook, Jules Boyle. Uh, obviously, after we had uh, posted some handy tips on uh, digesting Scottish slang. Yep. Former guest, Jules Boyle, obviously, who was on previously talking about Life Force. Got Episode touch, 19. Yep, got in touch to say, I wrote a handy guide on this subject a while ago. Turns out most of our slang is variants on Bobby. Now, uh, for those uh, also not in the know, Bobby is the Scottish slang word for penis. Yeah, so I'm um, glossary on top of glossary. Yeah, yeah, but if you want to have a look at what uh, at, at Jules's handy guide on Scottish slang, yeah, you can pop on over at glasgowlive.co.uk and search for it there, um, or you can hop onto our Facebook and find it there. Yeah, fish it out in the comment section. Um, uh, that's about it for me on Season of the Witch, but on a semi-related note, we did get um, a little bit of chat about Halloween 2018. All right. Um, obviously, the conversation on that is still kind of persistent after the episode we did with Preston and the fact that it's still in cinemas and people are still just checking it out. Um, so Dennis Exeter Atherton at Dens Beans on Twitter got in touch um, with some longer thoughts on this. He said, just caught up today. I'm obviously with the episode. He said, I'm pretty close to you guys. It was okay, not terrible, but not great. Serviceable works. And uh, also said, I'm really happy to go and watch things like this and support horror. I love the idea and premise, but it wasn't as well executed as it could have been. Yeah. I'm actually quite happy it was okay and watchable. Imagine how bad for horror it would have been if it died. I'm happy it made money, which I think is something we can all agree on. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yep. We got um, a little something through the week that I want to mention quickly um, in the spirit of uh, podcast recommendations. Right. Because uh, we were included in someone else's list, which is always nice. Well, that's yeah, it's, that's great when people do that. Yeah, uh, Sean Redlitz, um at the Redlitz on Twitter, who was actually the creative consultant on the Ranger. Yeah, jumped on um, a thread about people just recommending podcasts, specifically film podcasts, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, uh, "My personal top ten includes at Eighties All Over and at Next Picture Pod, mm-hmm. and for fans of horror slash genre cinema, at Switchblade Pod and recent new favorite Strong Violent PC." So. So, uh, Sean, thanks a lot for listening. Good to have you here. Yeah, thank you, Sean. And uh, also, 80s All Over is great. By the okay, way. cool. Yeah. Um, I'll save that I for have... another day. I'll save that for a podcast recommendation down the line. Yeah, <laughs> keep that in the chamber. So, back to Twitter, and we're looking at Jason X this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had at the Shakes72 getting in touch to say, listening to Strong Violent PC as I expand my podcast experiences. Thank you. Oh, yeah, another new person. Yeah. I almost watched Jason X again. Despite the excellent <laughs> poor review, uh, <laughs> the fact that we that it, that it was so convincing that it made you consider, but ultimately not watch it again. Yeah, yeah. and I like also like the excellent poor review. <laughs> yeah, I like that also. Um, uh, so that's the shakes. The say? shakes. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, that it was a uh, it was a close call, but ultimately, sense and uh, sanity won the day. And, uh, <laughs> and Jason X was left unwatched and kind of consigned to foggy, hazy memories of it being quite good when the reality is not necessarily so. 
yes, no, that's exactly. Uh, does that conclude your your half of the feedback? I think so. Yes. Yes. Okay. In that case, all the stuff that I've got left is kind of tied in to Mitch's pitches and something that I tried out on social media this week that worked. Okay. So we can go straight into that now, but we can't do it without. It sure is. Um, very quickly, Mitch's Pitches, if you are unfamiliar, although I think most people are at this point, Mitch's Pitches is a feature on the show designed to exploit my ignorance for your entertainment. Every week, Andy sends me a picture to my phone. Um, it's a poster from a horror film from years gone by. We post it on our, all of our social media channels as well. Mm-hmm. Photoshopped to remove all uh, titles, taglines, and so on. It's just the image, the central image from the poster that's there. I need to describe it to the best of my ability and give it a title and a synopsis. So, yeah. Uh, last week, we had Deadly Friend. <laughs> we did, yeah. Uh-huh. So at this point, like I say, all of these are on our social media channels, so I would invite you to take a minute to uh, just go and look it up. Yeah, what did you, uh, what did you reappropriate this one as? Uh, this was um, my uh, story about the ordeal of the mild-mannered yachtswoman Jasmine. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, uh, of course. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, say no more. Yeah, the, the night Cthulhu sailed home. Yeah. Uh, so I opened it up on social media to some title suggestions. Right. I want to also say, by the way, like I say, the, Im- the image is there. So um, if you want to go look it up, now would be a good time. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's all over all of them. I want to say that we had a couple of things come in based on titles that already existed. Right, okay. Um, there wasn't too much coming from the Bane parents this week. Right, sure. However, Mick Bane did pitch in with Fear Window. Fear Window? Right, I see what he's done there, a play on words. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's dead um, funny now, doesn't he? He's loving this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I quite enjoyed that one, to be fair. I put it up and just, I just said, it's like, uh, this is this is the image from Mitch's pitches for this week. Put it up last Sunday. And uh, fair play to James Secker, uh, got in touch, instantly got it as Deadly Friend, which I think is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Our pal Dave Malcolm got in touch with uh, Killer View, uh-huh. uh, and also uh, Win Don't. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I also like that, and uh, <laughs> and also the pain and the pendulum. Right. Okay. <laughs> Which I also liked. Uh, John Dickinson said, uh, "In the spirit of some of my previous title suggestions, he said, is this for Death Window, Death Stare, or Death Watch?'" Right. Cool. Could be any one of them. Uh, yeah. Mark Logan gets in touch saying, "Curtains of Death," sure. um, and also uh, "Sheets in the Wind." <laughs> uh, Bevan Quinn uh, also gets in touch saying window pain, pain spelled P-A-I-N of course, uh, yep. which was also superb Bevan I think also probably winning out for the best suggestion of the weekend with uh, the drapes of wrath superb yes, I thought that was fantastic yep. Um, yep. so um, I'm going to do that again I have no idea if people will participate week on week but I'm going to keep on putting it up on Facebook and inviting suggestions because uh, I got some really good laughs out of it last time um, however to onto uh, business. Yes, indeed. And do you have your phone at hand? Well, clearly. I do. I'm talking into it right now. The image is on its way. Okay. Let's see what we got. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, right. Okay. Um. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, let's 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 get to the let's get let's get describing. Yeah. Sure. Let's go. So in the background of this image, you've got um, a, a dwelling at the top of a hill. Mm-hmm. I think it's a motel because the sign says motel yep. upon zooming, yep. yeah. I can see. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so it's, it's a motel on top of a hill. It's backlit with a blue hue. Yes. Yep, um, yep, yep. It's a kind of a montage image. A montage image. I don't think that this person is actually standing in front of the motel. But uh, there is someone in dungarees. 
holding up like a lamp. <laughs> yep. Just gonna just gonna zoom again. Yeah. I mean, actually, like, um, I know that it isn't, but um, just because it's quite far away, um, and in the background of the image, he looks a bit leather facing. Right. But that's not really uh, the crux of the image. I'm sure you'll agree. Um, because we've got um, a large contraption that looks. Oh, in fact, it looks like it's like a combine harvester or something that's being driven by someone who is driving away from the viewer. Yeah. Tied to the mechanisms of it, there's um, a network of ropes that are pulling out of the back of it and are tied around the necks of four people who are, I think it's fair to say, in a state of some distress. Rightly so. Who are um, uh, buried up to their necks by the looks of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they each have a rope tied around their neck that are tied back in to the mechanisms, um, which presumably means that their heads are going to be either pulled off or they're going to be strangled. Um, so left to right, you have a bearded man uh, looking skyward, yep. screaming. Uh, there's a blonde-haired woman uh, who is looking at the viewer, also screaming. There's a kind of like permed uh, person looking to the right, uh, also screaming. And um, a mustachioed man with a slight Tom Savini look about him. <laughs> Um, again, just uh, looking skyward and screaming. They're all kind of lit in a kind of uh, kind of very vibrant kind of orange colour as opposed to the back of the picture, which is way more demure lighting-wise. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, motel off in the distance, um, uh, dungareed person holding a lamp and four people with, with ropes around their necks and the ropes are tied to the mechanisms of um, a farming vehicle of some description, which is being driven away from them, driven away from us, and uh, will strangle them eventually. Okay. Yeah. This okay. Is, I think you've hit on all the all the points there. Yeah. This is a this is this is a really difficult one. Okay. So that image uh, is it doing anything to you? Is it uh, conjuring? You conjuring um, anything up? Or uh, yeah, I'm getting there. So just because of the like like the back of the vehicle, I'm getting settled on that being a harvester, right? Sure. Okay. I've got it. I think. Right. Okay. Um. Also, also, I just want to say in advance that the the title was a pun that people might not get. Right. Unless you're a Metallica fan. All right. Okay. Right, logline. Right, go. After checking into a remote motel for an agricultural conference, four business associates are... Te- <laughs> Stop laughing at the middle of them! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Right. <laughs> right. After checking into a remote motel for an agricultural conference, four business associates are terrorised by the spectre of a local farmer who was killed 100 years ago that night. <laughs> Right, okay. Uh, and I'm giving that the title Harvester of Sorrow. Oh, right. <laughs> sure, from the Metallica album and Justice for All. You are quite correct, <laughs> yes. Um, which actually, um, coincidentally, was the main theme from this film because this film was released in 1987. Oh, okay, right. Uh, well, guess what? What? Uh, none of that is accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, in fact, the year is 1980. Okay, also on Justice for All came out in 1988, so I'm all over the map. But carry on. <laughs> yeah, well, as I say, the year is 1980, and the okay. film is Kevin Connors' Motel Hell. Oh, I actually know that that exists. I actually know that title. Oh, right, okay. Do you know what it's about? Uh, no, please tell me. Uh, a seemingly friendly farmer and his sister kidnap unsuspecting travellers and bury them alive, using them to create the special meat they are famous for. <laughs> yeah. It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent fritters, Mitch. Ah, that's brilliant. I love that. Yep. That's great. 
Um, okay, okay. That's I, Motel Hell. To be fair, Motel Hell sounds like the kind of thing that I would maybe suggest. Yeah, one hundred percent. But um, okay, so not Harvester of Sorrow then? Mm, uh, no, 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 no. I don't want Metallica's lawyers coming banging our doors down over this because I know they're a litigious bunch. They are a litigious bunch. In fact, you're probably uh, you're probably lining yourself up for some trouble by just saying that they're litigious. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, that concludes uh, Mitch's pitches and uh, Mitch's potential defamation lawsuits for another week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's Mitch's pitches then, done for another week. Um, but yeah. moving on, uh, up next, as always, podcast recommendation. And what are we, what are we getting this time, Mitch? I am going to uh, not recommend a horror fiction podcast. Wow, okay. I am going to prove that I listen to other things occasionally. I am going to recommend Reply All this week. Reply All? Reply all, as in the Microsoft Outlook function, yeah, yeah sure. or the <laughs> Gmail function. Um, yeah, so uh, basically, if you're familiar with uh, This American Life, the podcast, which is uh, basically like three stories of real Americans. Right. They're kind of linked by an overarching theme every week. Reply all is like that, except it's one story per week. It's about 25 minutes normally, and it always centers around someone and their use of technology or the internet. Right, okay. For personal or business use or whatever, just anything that makes a story remarkable. Okay. It's 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 really, really good. Um, really, really interesting. Also, they do some really funny features. So there's three guys. There's the, the, the kind of boss kind of guy and the two main hosts. Right. Uh, the two hosts are obviously like very internet savvy, um, very literate with uh, kind of all those all this kind of things. The other guy is not. Kind of like our dynamic. I suppose so, yeah, to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> but like, so they have this feature called Yes, Yes, No. Right. And the idea is that they pick up something, something that's gone viral or something from the internet that week. And basically, they show the picture to all, all three of them show it. And it's like, do you understand it? Yes. Do you understand it? Yes. Do you understand it? No. And it's always the other guy who doesn't understand it. And they basically go through it and explain it until it's yes, yes, yes. Right. Okay. Uh, which is, it's really funny. And it's often like, it's, it's stuff that I've sometimes missed. So yeah, Reply All. Actually, I hadn't listened to it in quite a while until just like this week, and I've got so much stuff to get back through now. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back on it. Sweet, excellent. So there you go, Reply All. Before we head on to the announcements for this week, guests and film and so on, Uh um, we do have a little extra thing to talk about this week. Go on. So as um, anyone who listened last week would know, we were joined in person by John McPhail, director of Anne and the Apocalypse, to talk about Season of the Witch. And um, when he stopped by, he was uh, kind enough to bring around also two different sets of posters for Anna the Apocalypse, uh, international posters, and also two copies of the novelization of the film. Yeah, yes, of course, yes. We are going to now run a competition, so you could be able to chance of winning uh, one of those prize packs. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to run a competition this week on Facebook and Twitter yep. to let two people be in with a chance of winning both variations of the Anna and the Apocalypse poster and one copy of the novelization of the film. Yeah, two winners, two prize packs. Uh, we'll be closing it on Sunday night and uh, we will announce the winner on Monday's Minnesota next week. Yeah. But just keep an eye on our social media channels. Today, Monday, we'll be letting you know how you can win. Yep. And uh, yeah, big, big thank you to John for uh, providing that stuff as well. Yep, absolutely. Very thank cool. you very much, sir. And uh, don't forget, of course, that Anna and the Apocalypse itself will be out in theaters in the uk and on limited release in america on the 30th of november yeah open and wider in america the week after that's right yeah yeah yeah. so um yeah keep an eye out for that like i say we'll be letting you know everything that you need to know about that um monday morning yes 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 indeed 
So, all that's left to do then is uh, take a wee look ahead to this week's main episode. And unfortunately, our hot streak of guests has been broken because <laughs> um, um, we, 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 we have had a, a cancellation this week, um, which is unfortunate, but um, it does mean that it's an Andy versus Mitch episode uh, this week, which we haven't done for quite a while, and they are always good fun. Yeah, how long's that um, been? The last one we would have done would have been Pieces. Yeah. So that would maybe like six, six or seven weeks ago. Right, okay. That's been pretty good. So not bad going. Not bad um, going, yeah. So it falls to me to pick one this week. Yeah, and I'm fucking um, dreading this. Oh, really? <laughs> so bet, you always say this. Um, so um, we have been uh, in and around Haddonfield quite a bit recently. Oh, okay. Um, so I am instead going to uh, transport us to Woodsboro. It's not Scream 3, is it? Scream 4. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, like, I can understand the trepidation. No, um, I'm, I'm going to go for um, the kind of the update of Scream that happens, uh, Scream 4. Okay. Because uh, I, think that, I think that this does get an extremely hard time, and I think that it's very, very good. So um, I'm not going to ask you what your stance is going in. No, no, no. But yeah, I'm going to go with that, and it's easy to get hold of. Yeah, yeah, I think you can get, if, a, if you yeah, need get to. it most places. And I mean, you can probably pick it up for super cheaper if you want to buy it. That's also true, yeah. But yeah, this Friday, 8am as always, um, it's an Andy vs. Mitch episode, and it's me talking in defence of Scream 4. Yeah, and this will be interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping it will be. And uh, if you want to get in touch about that or about anything else uh, that you've heard on the show today or previously, you can do. Facebook and Instagram, we're Strong Language Violent Scenes. You can tweet us as well at Strong Violent PC. And of course, you can also email stronglanguagevalentscenes at gmail.com. Also, just want to mention quickly that we got our letterbox up and running this yes, week. Yes, well. Yeah, well done. Thanks for that, Mitch. <laughs> nah, no problem. Hey, it's about time I started fucking doing something. Um, yeah, posted all the links to that on Facebook and Twitter last week as well. So, cool. And we've got two lists up there just now episode, the, a list of the films that we spoke about in the episodes and also a list of the films that were used for Mitch's pitches. Okay, and as you know, there's loads of places that you can listen to us, but why don't you go and try Spotify and iTunes and our pals over at Podbean? Uh, and if you are listening to us on iTunes, I know we say this all the time, but please, please, please subscribe and rate and review and all that stuff. We will be back on Friday, 8 a.m. BST. Join us then if you can. In the meantime, don't forget, it is better to die a hero than live as food in a world of chuds. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to Strong Language and Violent Scenes with Andy Stewart and Mitch Bain. Strong Language and Violent Scenes theme by Mitch Bain. Production and artwork by Andy Stewart. Find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Podbean.